Hello and welcome to another edition of Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And in tonight's, well, tonight's, it depends when you're listening to it, really. Uh, whenever you listen to it, we today we're going to be talking about um, the Doctor's wife uh, that was on this evening. We're literally recording this more or less straight after the uh, episode is finished. Uh, really because time is against us this weekend. Uh, so we have to get this out and uh, record as soon as possible. And after we finish speaking about that, we'll be speaking about Stephen Moffat's rant during the week uh, about spoilers, which uh, appears to have sort of hit the Who fans. Um, how can I put it? They're sort of splitting straight down the middle on the forums anyway. So uh, there we go. So I understand, Paul, that uh, you didn't, Sort of get much chance to read any of that during the week? No, um, no, I've actually not really had a lot of time for anything this week Ooh, um, until now. So uh, this is really just a question of I'll just give my opinion as usual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully, this week we won't be quite so overly critical as well. <laughs> yeah, we did sort of go to town on last week's story. It's maybe why the reasons for doing it straight away is because we haven't had time to think. And another thing, that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think this week's episode was a completely different animal uh, to last week's one, anyway. Yes. Yeah, completely yes. different. This, this one, actually, probably, even after watching it again, I still probably won't, uh, well, understand it, but it's, it's, it, I think it was a, a certainly a much more involving episode. Yes, certainly. Uh, now, Do you want to start? Okay, okay, uh, just just for a change. Um, but I, I, before we go any further, um, I must. Exp- I think really you should explain to everyone at home. You got a phone call halfway through tonight's episode, didn't you? Yeah, I did actually take a, a call. So um, if if I suddenly start saying and another thing that doesn't make sense, and people are saying, "How does he doesn't know that?" It's probably I might have missed something <laughs> during the call, and because at the time restraints on this i haven't had a chance to actually even just go back and watch that bit so oh dear oh uh, dear so it's yet another ramshackle episode of who's he <laughs> so keep keeping to our true production <laughs> yes <laughs> principles on this one and and continuing anyway that's it that's the way we mean to do things and by god we'll carry on like it well, it might maybe mean to do things isn't quite the phrase. But it's, <laughs> it's the way we do things. Yes, indeed. Okay, well, um, I'll go first then. I thought tonight's was a massive improvement on last week's. I think, yeah, it, it, I... yeah, it really made up for the um, the disappointment of last week's episode. You know, because everyone was expecting that massive, you know, pirate romp, and it turned into anything but that. It certainly did in our eyes, anyway, didn't it? If anyone, if you listened to last week's um, episode, uh, we sort of went to town on it quite a bit. Yeah, but tonight's one I thought was absolutely fantastic. To be perfectly honest, um, I don't think it was. I would say it was the week of a week of hype uh, for this week's uh, or tonight's story. I think everyone had really, really high hopes for it. I thought it it was brilliant, but I don't think it was as good as everyone was expecting. Um, yeah, I mean... I'm not taking... To be honest, I hadn't hadn't heard... I mean, I think, yeah, I think the main thing on it actually was I don't think it was anything at all like I expected it was going to be. No. In any shape or form, really, to be honest, because I haven't, haven't, uh, as we get on to later, don't... Uh, read anything up in advance so um so i don't know probably where my thoughts on where what this episode was going to be and whatever but yeah because get anywhere near them (laughs) (laughs) well so all i mean all i read during the week were um gone onto websites like den of geek and um sfx where they did uh spoiler free previews and they gave absolutely nothing away in there at all, but they were really building it up um, into something groundbreaking. Um, and basically, you'll never think of Doctor Who in the same way again. I 
I don't think he's quite done that, in all honesty. No. I really don't think he's done that. But it was certainly an interesting uh, premise, though. It was actually done done very well. In terms of if I'd have actually known exactly how what the story was before I'd seen it, I'd have thought, well, that doesn't sound great. Yeah, because <laughs> we, we, we've had... There's been loads of, I, I think... Fandom has always had this thing about you know human TARDIS um, TARDIS yeah. is running around. I'm trying to think with the plural for TARDIS. Tardi? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's not so much tie dye, yeah. doesn't it? But, <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway. Um, and they just don't go. In, or they just don't go into space. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a little bit sort of um, fan fiction, really. That 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 particular side of it. But if you think yeah. about Neil Gaiman is a fan of Who, yeah, you can sort of see where he's coming from. But it yeah. was uh, it, it was well done though. It was extremely well done. Um, that was the you know that's how he lured all those time lords to, well, to him really because it wasn't really a planet; it was a, a living entity. Yeah. So I thought that was that was quite well done, and also the um, the white box as well, which. I don't know if you can remember, uh, Paul. It hasn't been seen since the Patrick Troughton story, The War Games. Right. So that was a, that was a nice little um, sort of callback. There's been plenty of them this series, actually. Yeah. Callbacks to previous Doctors. So I thought that was quite um, quite good. Sort of a little thing for people who can remember or have seen the story. The uh, <coughs> excuse me, seen the story. Um, but the other thing as well that sort of settled an argument. I don't know if you. Picked up on it in the um, right at the, the very beginning when I uh, just after he got the white box from the Corsair, yeah, he said about he regenerated into a woman a couple of times, yeah, on every time, yeah, and even a couple of women, yeah, yeah, so that sort of settled that argument, yeah, or at least they're leaving themselves open for maneuver in future years, yeah, that's right, <laughs> in case I run out of any suitable male actors. But uh, yeah, I, th- I thought it was very good. I thought um, Matt Smith was really good in this one. Yes, as well, much better than last week. Yeah, I mean, I probably unjustifiably criticised last week him last week, but or just well, how the character. Well, I don't think was we, last we, we, week. I don't think we were alone in in, in that that um, sort of review. To be quite honest, because I've listened to other. Uh, other podcasts and they all more or less said the same thing that last week Matt Smith was sort of hamming it up for all, for all it was worth. Yeah. So and it, actually, this one could have could have gone the same way in terms of um, it could have got very sort of cheesy with him and the uh, female Tardis bodied. Whatever. Yeah, Idris. <laughs> I, I, I the character's called Idris. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought Saran Jones was quite, but she might have been very. I mean, it's already been said in loads of forums anyway. She looks a bit like Helena Bonham Carter in the Harry Potter films, um, which I couldn't agree with. And it was almost a, to, when she was sort of a little bit mad, she almost was like acting like Helena Bonham Carter in, in the uh, Harry Potter films. It was uh, she's obviously channeling. Uh, that, that 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 particular Harry Potter character to begin with, but once she sort of settled down into a, or rather the Tardis has settled down into its human form, yeah, um, I, I, I thought it was I thought it was very very good. It was very well done. It, as you say, it could have been really really cheesy, yeah, and it wasn't. And I there wasn't any sort of magical powers or anything like that, was there? No, just other than to kickstart kick start the TARDIS he made. Yeah, um, which we have to sort of make a callback when we did our um, our audio commentary on the Lodger. That wasn't the, the Blue Peter TARDIS console. Right. Because that's what we saw this evening. Right. Uh, because this story, The Doctor's Wife, it was moved back to this series for budgetary reasons and the lodger was put in its place yeah as a sort of a, a, as we all know is it was a cheaper a very very much sort of cheaper story didn't require sort of any special effects to speak of yeah so they basically wanted to treat this 
story with the sort of with the with the, with the money it deserved. That's all I can say, and it's it certainly looked fantastic. Which is probably also explains why there wasn't really any story arc apart from uh, Rory and Amy right at the beginning saying you're still thinking about the fact. Yeah. That's the only reference to the first two episodes there was, wasn't there? We yeah. didn't even have any. We didn't even have uh, Eye Patch Woman at all appear. No, in any shape or form. So, which is something we discussed last week, and yeah, and and, they and they're not ramming it home every week, are they? They're not doing a a bad wolf or a no a, a Torchwood or, or what I forgot to mention last week in throughout series three, uh, you had. Constant mentions of uh, Mr. Saxon. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, so it was good just to leave that yeah. alone. Just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just, the thing just I said one, about one the last story, week yeah. saying it didn't really need, didn't necessarily need it, I think probably was proved by tonight. So I don't think you needed, you know, because it didn't have it really tonight. Well, tonight you had a good enough story. Yeah. Really? I thought it was absolutely, um, as I say, completely different animal to last week's. I mean, if there's yeah. talk that last week's one was moved, was originally going to be later on in the second half series. Yeah, I think was it was... moved forward. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be episode nine. Which might actually be that part of that... Um, you don't know whether actually... Why that seemed shoehorned in was maybe because it wasn't meant to originally be in there anyway last week. Well, because yeah. Because they pulled it forward. They felt they had to reference. Mm, could have been. Know. It could have been. It's just yeah, it was just one of those. Try and keep it in the yeah, just uh, place sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah, maybe because they've, as you say, they've moved it forward. It now doesn't make any sense the way possibly the doctors, you know, the doctors reacting. I don't know. We'll we'll never know now, will we? So yeah, that's that. That's the way it is. But um, yeah, I wish we'd seen more of the Corsair in previous series, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame, actually. You sort of say, you know, he's one of the good ones. It's yeah. It's just actually. I mean, that's slightly the disappointment because you know you do sort of wish there would he'd come across other time lords. I yeah. know he's supposed to be the last one and whatever. Yeah. But if there was, you know, well, I, I would, obviously I would, the masters. Yeah, uh, he was the only other. Yeah. Yeah, but so he, so they sort of is open for others to have. It is, but I was I was kind of disappointed in a, in in that respect because I think um, since who's come back, I don't think the Time Lords have been treated that well. In all honesty, a they were completely killed off because I think Rusty Davis didn't like the Time Lords. Yeah, um, as you know, as characters, and when they were brought back, there were these sort of evil, um, evil race of people determined to. Sort of more or less wipe out the entire universe just to save their own skins. I, mind you, that, I mean, there, there, I, I, there's a lot. There is a lot wrong with the end of time, anyway. So, um, you know, I whole... mean, the premise behind that—that that if you've been fighting a war against someone for that long, then there tends to be perhaps the fact that that becomes all-consuming. Yeah, but I know. Yet again, we're digressing, but yeah. it's, it's that whole thing of. Not every single Time Lord, apart from the Doctor, would want, could have gone mad. Could, could have gone mad. Yeah, yeah. It, it just, it was just bad writing. But anyway, um, back back to back to today's episode. Um, yeah, I, I was just disappointed. I was disappointed. You know, I was hoping to see some more Time Lords, but then you see what a um, a sticky yeah, a, a sticky and they came to as well to make those patchwork um, yeah. people. You know, it was uh, yeah. I was I was a little bit little bit disappointed with that, and an ood as well that didn't speak. Yeah, but um, also I mean, but the good idea on the fact that why the obviously that's why the planet then had such a a strange mixture of of objects is because if their timelines are all like you know, the Doctor, yeah, they went around picking up bits from here and here, there. there and everywhere. Yeah, just to. Uh, Filling their TARDIS with yeah, this. yeah. So yeah, that that made it did make sense. And if you've got loads of discarded TARDISes about, then you can sort of build a patchwork TARDIS, really, can't you? Yeah, everything made sense. Well, it did to me anyway. It, it, you know, it, it was. Um... But one thing that was the bit 
is the woman herself. Where, why was she a seemingly perfect from the start? Hmm. And so that he could put the, the yeah, yeah put put the soul like, of the TARDIS in, into her yeah yeah and what we presume then there had been others that he'd had to put the soul of the other TARDISes into that had died yeah um which seems a bit of a strange if she's then the last one. He didn't realise that was the last TARDIS. What was he planning to do? Maybe he's going to lure other people there some Unless some I suppose that's why he was interested in Amy. Was he saw right? Because he said there was the thing, wasn't it, about he likes you. Yeah. Whether that was his idea then was that she's previously companions. Well, maybe maybe there's loads of other Time Lords. To the, to the Time Lords. We're, we're, we're travelling with, uh, with humans as well. Yeah. Who knows? And she's one of those. Yeah. She's one of those, yeah. So I've just started to answer my own question. <laughs> and you said you missed a bit of it tonight as well. Yeah, well, that was at the beginning. It's probably somewhere somewhere in the middle that I probably might start uh, turning around and being a bit... Uh. Um, I'll say the other thing, we finally got to see uh, some uh, some more of the TARDIS. Yeah. And admittedly, it was just a lot of running down corridors and no other rooms, unfortunately. Yeah. But I, I thought that was quite... But at least it wasn't any brickwork. no. No. <laughs> And sun loungers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought that was... Um, but I like that it was a sort of mixture of the old and new. Yeah. As well. Um, I, I quite I quite like that. You could tell... It, you know, you could tell it was sort of the, the new style um, roundels, as it were, for, for, the, for the main control room. Yeah. But it sort of looked a bit retro at the same time. Yeah, so yeah, I thought that was quite quite good. I also like the um, sort of more timey wimey stuff in the in the corridors as well. She kept sort of meeting Rory at at different points Point. as well. But I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it that far. Oh, God, Rory's dead again. <laughs> when she saw his sort of decomposing decomposing body. cadaver, yeah. <laughs> Oh no, not again! It was quick. Brushed up her first aid technique, actually, from last week. If she's going to bring that one back to life, <laughs> she's definitely got to hold the nose this time. Well, I don't know why they always pick on Rory to kill. If there, if there's that's one probably the one thing that did bug me um, yeah. is that why not have a bit of a switcheroo for for a change. Yeah, because it didn't actually matter which one of them... Exactly. Why couldn't Rory have seen Amy at different points? And the actual fact on that one, to a certain extent, is the fact that if he'd had to wait all those years on his own, without her, yeah, driven him mad, well, you've sort of got the subplot to that that's already happened. Hmm. About the waiting 2,000 years for her. Yeah. Yeah, as, I, it, as, as as done in the conversation in the uh, second episode of this one, that yeah. he remembers that. Yeah, that's right. So why have why, to wait? Yeah, why do it again? Maybe why that, have but, to wait that time this time would send him mad this time, but hadn't the previous time? Well, I think last time because he was an Auton, wasn't he? Yeah, but if there's still the... Yeah, but then we've got back to this argument about... What, well, the, what, the, what, the thing, what is he in... Well, the thing was, last time, he, he, he had a reason to wait. He knew where she was. Yeah. Um, he, and he had, a, he had a function, didn't he? He was, pr- he was protecting her. Yeah. Making sure she didn't come to any harm inside the Pandorica. Whereas this time, he just thought she'd gone off and left him. Yeah. So it was, oh, and, and the fact that um, wasn't something about who's being tortured. This is, this is the bit where the call was. So this is yeah. where I'm It was. It, did, it didn't really... Um, Go to into much detail about who was tortured. It's going actually much detail. Don't go into any yeah. detail at all. No. So it's sort of left up to left up to you to to figure that out. Yeah. But no, it was it was. You know, it, it would have been better if they just sort of switched it round just for once. Yeah. Yeah, because it made no odds which one of them aged. Yeah. 
That's it. It, it just would have made a chance for, for, for it to be Amy for once. Mm. But, it's probably easier makeup wise to age a man. You just put, <laughs> big my, big the beard. beard takes up most yeah. of the place, <laughs> doesn't it? Than it, uh, than it is to, to uh, age yeah. a woman. Um, I don't know if there's anything into it. Maybe. Maybe. Oh well. Well, they, they, it was it was a bit more than a beard, but they you know they could have they could have given Amy a ginger beard, I suppose. But... There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I thought it was very good. I, I liked the. Um, I did actually like the Blue Peter console. Actually, yeah. um, it it actually reminded me of when I used to play Doctor Who when I was a kid, because uh, he used to make up a. A console out of bits and pieces, and and the the time rotor was um, my, I think it's actually my sister's kaplunk, <laughs> so, which is an ideal time rotor. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. So yeah, it just reminded me of uh, making my own console when I was a kid. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I really like that. Um, I like the the way that um, they they use the they mentioned the telepathic circuits again. Yeah, which hasn't been mentioned for a for a long, long time. I, I'm trying to remember the last time it was the telepathic circuits were actually mentioned. Actually, by name, I've got a funny feeling it might have been um, oh, frontier in space. Right. Well, you're on the phone with that one. As yeah, far please, as please, someone correct me if I'm wrong there. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the the last time it was actually mentioned by name. Unless I mentioned that in the, I can't remember because well, obviously the Hand of Fear was on this week, which I've watched and you haven't yet, have you? No, <laughs> you actually had time to do that either. Um, I don't think the telepathic circuits were mentioned there, but he obviously he received a telepathic message for the the recall to Gallifrey. But uh, yeah, um, it's just nice the little little mention for them again. Um, but it's a sort of like talk to the pretty one and the TARDIS pick Rory. Yeah. It's just the, and that actually Matt Smith's in there when he sort of gets into the thing and he's going, oh, the pretty one, yeah, <laughs> out again, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, <laughs> what's she doing? Yeah, so I really, I really like that. It was good. And the other good line, which uh, um, was Amy, wasn't it, when they materialise in the other console room? Yeah. In that, and he says, "This is this is the TARDIS, and she's a woman." And was it Amy saying something like, "Have you have you wished really hard?" Or... Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a good line. That that was a good line. I did like that. It, did, it made me chuckle. That. And another one as well with the um, what happened to the nephew, or, or yeah. the ood, in other words. And basically, they'd landed. Or you're breathing him in. It, you're breathing him in now. Um, and basically, the doctor sort of sort of said to himself, "Oh, that's another ood I failed to save." <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> As if like they are just becoming the, 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 the if someone has to, something has to die and send the ood out. Send the ood, yeah, yeah, cannon fodder. Pretty much like Rory, actually. Yeah. But uh, and another little thing as well, what the the TARDIS was saying, uh, whispered in Rory's ear. Uh, I think it was like the only water in the forest is the river, or something yeah. like that. Um. Well, I think everyone at home can pretty much figure out what what that means. Yeah, um, it's just a pity the three of them in the in the in the TARDIS didn't. But yeah, well, you know these things are. I know, I know they've written that although, way. But... Although knowing knowing them, there probably actually turns out to be no, it isn't. <laughs> it's it might be, be yes, and it, it could... is going to be something quite literal. <laughs> it could be. And everyone's going to go, hmm, when they see the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what he probably wants. <laughs> no, it was... Uh, yeah, it was um... I mean, there's other good things. But the other, I mean, obviously, was very fan episode, as you say. Like, I mean, just the fact that... Oh, it was almost like a love, a love letter to, to, the, to the show, really. You know, pardon? It was almost like a love letter to the show. Yeah. I mean, no, but getting back to sort of the... the going to the stealing of the TARDIS... Yeah, going right back to the Doctor stealing the TARDIS and saying it was the only one that was unlocked, and the obvious inference from what she was saying was, "No, I just let you." Yeah, the I let seem you. locked because they didn't want you to take them. Yeah, but it was also but, good to. I mean, when she said, "You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, a Type Forty TARDIS," and 
and it hasn't been mentioned in a long time either. And also another one for another thing for um, the argument about well, how come sometimes you can fly the TARDIS and get the TARDIS to land when and where he wants it, and sometimes it's way off course? Yeah, was the fact that the TARDIS decides. Yeah, she said, I, "I'll get you where you need to go." Yeah. So when he when it obviously in times of peril, the TARDIS seems to work fine. Is because that's the TARDIS flying it, but. When it seems to have gone wrong, it's because he's been the TARDIS has decided to take him somewhere. Yeah, that's it. I thought that was that was a quite. Um... And it's not necessarily actually a malfunctioning box. No, I actually thought it was. It was there was so much in tonight's one. I know they said it would change the way you you view Doctor Who forever. Um, it hasn't changed my view of it at all. It just seems to make sense. Yeah. It, it, I, to me, it's not a radical. Overall, it's, and it's no, it sort there's of spells no, out the bits that yeah, there's no radical ideas there as yeah. such. It, we it's sort of things that people sort of half guessed at over the years that the, you know it, the the TARDIS. Yeah. They've already said the TARDIS is grown, so if you it's it is a living entity. Yeah. Um. So you know you, you can you can almost imagine that it's got its own personality, and the fact that in, in every version of Doctor Who. Um, he's talked to the TARDIS as yeah. a person. Yeah. Or and as of, of the TARDIS as a person. Yeah. I mean, it's like when um, yeah. when the, like the TARDIS. I like it when you call me old girl. Yeah. Which has sort of been said for the best part of forty years now. So. <laughs> but I think the I'm, I'm trying to think if the because the one thing I was sort of reading leading up to this, when Neil Gaiman said there will be one thing in the story you haven't seen in Doctor Who for forty years. Which I'm assuming is um, the white box, the message box. Yeah, I'm assuming that. I'm assu- unless I've missed something else there, but I'm assuming that's, uh, you know, that's what it is. So that that was. I mean, again, for that sort of thing, you. I'm not saying you've really got to know your, know your who. But just sort of like, you, you have to have watched quite a few episodes to, you know, to, to remember that. Yeah. So, because I mean, the War Games isn't exactly a story you can just pop into the DVD player and watch. You know, it's, it's a long old story. It's like twelve episodes. Yeah. So it's not something you just pop in and sort of while away an hour or so because it's you know it's uh, it's a long old story to get into. But uh, yeah, I, I thought it was uh, very very good, and it was good to see the old console. We're calling it the old console room. Yeah. Now, I mean, it would have been nice if they could have even gone a bit more retro than that, but. I suspect it wouldn't have meant anything to the, the well, new list, the newer well, listeners. So, well, again, would the white box have meant anything to new to new viewers? Yeah, but I suppose, but as in, I mean, the same I, thing. So the same thing as we we all go, oh look, it's that console room. At least kids could do that. Where, well, considering they'd have been excluded to a certain extent by. If they'd have turned up with, I'm not so sure because any time they, they there's, there's, there's been enough. I was gonna say there's been enough clips shown over the years of, of the old console rooms. I think, you know, new fans have got a pretty good idea. It would have been actually what would have been good if they could have just used the the second console room. Oh, from the Tom Baker, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the second room. Yeah, that would have been that that would have been really good actually. Because then they wouldn't have had to have even gone back through to have explained that, oh, I keep all the images of all the the other console rooms, yeah, you know? Yeah, archive them. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that one, that there is a second console room, is there. Yeah. But that's probably just a bit too much fan. Oh, maybe. So there was, I think there was enough in it tonight to keep the fans happy. Yeah. I really do. Um but I was going to say, maybe sort of building the console room from the original series would have been pretty expensive to do, considering they have got the the old console room. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Obviously, you know, sort, got sort that. of. Well, still, actually, still got that. Yeah. So, you know, but um, oh, that was that was my. If anyone heard a clatter, that was my phone falling on the floor. Um, However, saying that, they it's not have... poltergeists. So. No, it's not poltergeist, no. Um... That'd be a brand. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... Um, I was just thinking, though, but 
they have built um, an old console room for the um, Doctor Who experience. Yeah, this is what I was going to say. I didn't know whether there was any way they could have used um, shooting in that. Yeah. Actually, then when you see what they had to do inside that, as in land another console into into that one, they needed a hell of a lot of space, didn't they? Yeah, considering that was quite a tight set, wasn't it, the original console? Um, console yeah, room, so you you couldn't have done it in any of the other. No, that's it. And also very 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 brightly lit as well. Yes. So <laughs> yeah, because everything's filmed in HD these days. I'm just going to wonder how good that would have uh, looked. Uh, yeah. But yes. well, uh, again, it's it's a wish list, isn't it? I don't think we'll ever we'll ever see no. that again. But it was actually sort of quite good to see the you know, the ninth and tenth doctors. Console room again. It was just sort of nice little, nice yeah. little thing. I mean, what this episode did do actually was give a lot of the the questions that was thrown up by the new series trailer mm. before the series started. Quite a bit on, quite a bit from that actually was from this episode. Wasn't well, it, it? Yeah, I mean, considering everyone thought that somehow it was um, Amy and Rory have had gone back in time and and they were watching. Uh, I think someone. One of the one of those, yeah. It's it's got to be the eighth Doctor regenerating. Yeah. Yet yet again, they're trying to get Paul McGann. I think we're just the fans have to face up the fact Paul McGann will probably never ever get his shot in the show. Maybe on on the fiftieth anniversary. I was going to say what does he? Maybe at that, but for the, for the he's got top, two years, he's got two years to, to crack it, hasn't he? But uh, yeah, and he hasn't got to worry about losing his hair in the time because it was a wig anyway, wasn't it? Precisely, <laughs> which he hated wearing, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> So, pretty much. Yeah. Um, good on that one. But, yeah, knowing that, because there was that, I think, from memory, there was that. There was obviously the, the Dark Ood. Mm-hmm. There was the, the line about the I kill Time Lords, and he says... Yeah, I killed hundreds killed of time. Yeah, obviously, I killed all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, there was quite a lot, I think, from that, from this one that was in that trailer. There was, but I just thought you also maybe just made. And a lot think. of the stuff where actually you thought, oh, this is this, this we thought was actually probably all going to be part through of a story arc or something. Yeah, so I know. <laughs> one episode actually it hasn't got any hasn't got any bits as far as we know. Well, that's it. The story arc. That's it. Well, will it? Is there you know um, a bit of uh, the house still left in the TARDIS? Mm. Who knows? I mean, you don't. I mean, it was Michael Sheen who who provided the voice. Yeah, um, I'm beginning to wonder if you get someone like him just to do one episode. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Don't know. Don't know. Yeah, why? Well, yeah, because it wasn't necessarily actually something that. Uh, well, I, I, I'm, needed I'm, somebody of of, of his, his stature, really. Talent, yes. Yeah. Um, but then again, I'm, I'm sort of hoping they they do leave it alone because that was. Um, a sort of a, a a thing that Russell T Davis pulled more than more than once. It was sort of introduced like the, the Daleks or um, or the Cybermen. Yeah. Sort of earlier in the season, and you bring them back again in the in the last episode. Yeah. Um, so I hope they don't do that. I know obviously there's going to be a certain amount of that because they've got a lot of questions to answer from the opening from the opening two episodes of this series. Yeah. So yeah, but I hope they don't just save save it for later. If they are going to reuse it again, just save it for later. Save it for another series, so yeah. people have forgotten about it a little bit. It's a bit more of a shock. Yeah. So if you if you're listening, Stephen Moffat, that's what you need to do. <laughs> well, I'm I'm obviously here. It take full notice of us because you know. Oh yes, indeed. As, as opposed to everybody else who's gone mad about. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, I, I mean, um, I don't think I can sort of add too much more um, to the scenes. Well, I thought it was absolutely, um, absolutely brilliant. There were, I mean, you know, we've already said there was a lot of who history in tonight's one. Um, there was stuff from forty years ago. There was stuff in there from just sort of four or five years ago from Russell T yeah. Davis. You know, so there was a. So it was. It was almost like a a little. 
I can pull it. I asked this sort of love letter to the to the. It was more or less a love letter to the series. Yeah. To be honest, it gave the TARDIS a voice. Um, you know, so that the Doctor that actually could converse with it one to one for a yeah. change. Um, and I did like the, the thing at the end where he, he was secretly trying to, you know, wire the TARDIS out so he could speak to him again. Yeah. Um, but obviously, he did understand him because it it then set the TARDIS off on its next destination. On all, all on its own accord, so I thought that was quite uh, that was quite good. So it's, it's still it's still there. You can still speak to it, and it, and it understands him now, or it can respond to him some way. Yeah, and it has to be said. I mean, Matt Smith was was brilliant. Yeah, as usual. Yeah, and um, going from the totally hopeless and not knowing, helpless rather, and not not quite knowing what to do. Hmm. Um. To suddenly taking charge, yeah. And I must admit, yeah. I, I, you know, when he sent Rory and Amy back to the TARDIS, um, I thought it was him who locked it remotely. Yeah. Because the way he sort of pulled the sonic screwdriver out of his pocket and sort of switched yeah. it on, and then the, then all the the bolts went on the door. Um, yeah. I thought that was him, but I think what you had to believe it wasn't. It was actually. Um, it was actually the house, yeah, doing its evil things. And I thought the house was actually a, a, a good character, but they, they didn't. Yeah. Feel, they didn't feel the need to actually show you what it was. No. You know, and there's just enough given, just enough information given as to as to what it was doing. Yeah. And that was it. There wasn't any grand, grandiose plans to take over the universe, or no, there was just. It just wanted to go around and eat TARDIS. TARDIS is yeah. really, wasn't it? Yeah, there was nothing more yeah. to it than that. Um, and plus, but there was no. What I liked, there was no big reveal. It's still a mystery. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like yeah, it it was a you know the house was the planet, but that's all you needed to know. Yeah. Really, for this particular story, you didn't need need to know anything other than that. Um, you know, it put them all in danger, and that was it. That's that's pretty much all you had to had to show of its character. Yeah, and that's it. You don't, you know, there was. I, I just begin to wonder if, if anyone else had been sort of executive producer, they would have uh, had some. You know, not a man in a suit, but some CGI creation. Yeah, you'd have probably have had some actual some physical fight yeah. between the TARDIS and. And house to yeah, see it. for for control. <laughs> um, and it was also actually quite good done on the fact of of that it just was menacing without having to actually actually doing anything. It didn't actually do anything, Con. Um, well, well, no, I mean all it did was sort of muck, so, muck around with um, time, with you know, yeah, with time everything with uh, time, and it obviously was keeping the the other two alive. Out of, out of spare parts. Yeah. And it was obviously how it was getting the spare parts, where the spare parts were coming from. But actually, in terms of it actually having to see any it doing anything... You didn't need you didn't to. didn't need to. No. no. Well, I think, again, because it was written so well, to be honest. Yeah. It really was. I mean, I can't... As I say, the, the only... Actually, the only bad thing I've... Sort of could really come up with on this is the fact that they killed off Rory again, where it could have as easily have been Amy. Yeah. Instead, so that that is my only, my one and only real, you know, real criticism of it. It was, you know, absolutely, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you suspect it was probably actually just because it written by somebody, a sort of completely outside of the the normal. Uh, well, well, yeah. I mean, Neil. So, Ga- I mean, so Neil- he may it may have been something that was fundamental in his original idea about him realizing, of course, that he's already just been killed in the previous episode. Yeah, and you've also got the fact that uh, perhaps when this one was done, as we said earlier, the pirate one wasn't going to be the previous episode. That was going to be later in the series. Yeah. So the fact that it happened. Two well, episodes running as well. Was... Yeah, it's um, 
Well, the other thing, um, sort of going back to saying this episode was bumped from the previous series because of sort of budgetary constraints. Um, yeah. I'm almost, I almost wish that that this episode had been in uh, last series. Yeah. Um, because you've got you, you've kicked off this series with um, a massive mystery. Yeah. And then everyone's been looking for this. This one was even more of a, uh, you know, a mystery, really. And even at the end of this, you're still wondering, you know, what what is the house, which yeah. is which is a good thing. But I'm just going to wonder: is, isn't is there a little bit too much mystery already, just set up in the opening two episodes? Um, well, you didn't need it, another episode to add more to it, if you see what I mean. It depends. I mean, if this one is 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 other than that. The closing line fairly stand alone in it, and that's just going to be that. Mm. Then I think it's fine. Um, the question now, of course, is if you're going to now go on as well to the next two episodes, which look like they follow back into the story arc quite well. The um, obviously we we um, on here we we don't discuss the. Next time trailers, yeah, um, in any in any great detail. Um, so, you but, know, it's but, just a question then. Of, well, the thing oh, is, that, oh, we're going to be back into the more well, the things the, the answers a bit stage again. Yeah, well, the synopsis for the for the next for this two part account is you know it's it's in the public domain. So if, if any of you um, out there want to read it, I mean, please do so. But I yeah. I think there is. Probably again, I'm probably doing the, the, the one thing I'm reading a lot into it, making up my own theories. But I think there, what's going to happen um, in the next two episodes is going to answer the problem or answer the mystery what was set up in the first two episodes of this yeah. series. So in which case, so it's not too. I, I, I mean, I, just what you want is I just want something that's yeah. I actually, actually, I'm hoping well written I, and enjoyable, and this yeah. episode definitely was, wasn't it? Yeah, it so. was definitely. Um, but as, we, as with regard to the theory, I just came sort of just relayed to you. I hope it's not as um, as literal as that. Really, I hope yeah. I, I hope it isn't what I what I think it might be. I hope it's not yeah. as, as, as an, an easy sort of get out. Yeah, as it were. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, but they certainly sort of set up um, next week's one to be a bit of a. A bit of a scary one. Yeah, I mean, that's also perhaps why the the pirates one had to be last week was to to put a light relief one in for children. Yeah, possibly. As, such. As in, they've all sort of been. Because if you're then going to have five around it that are yeah quite dark or well, the, the one thing that's just. Um occurred to me there's only three episodes to go yeah before the uh, the mid-season break I can't believe it's it's already on the fifth episode next week yeah unbelievable crikey that's been a that's going to be a quick seven weeks dear oh dear anyway um, is that pretty much I think that's pretty much it pretty much it for the for the, the review of that episode anyway um Next definitely. thing, yeah. That's a, yeah, go on, go on. Anyway, no, yeah, no, no, no that, that, that was just saying definitely. Definitely. That's right. <laughs> no. Um, well, okay. This we'll move on to the um, sort of the thing that sort of broke out in um, Who fandom during the week, uh, which was Stephen Moffat having a bit of a a bit of a rant uh, against a I don't know if it's a, a particular fan he had in mind or that a certain group of fans who oh wasn't it actually having said I've not, I've not not heard anything about this before wasn't it something about one of the people that come to the advanced they did the advanced scre- screenings for, didn't yeah, they, they the they, first two episodes that's it they did special fan screenings of the first two episodes yeah um, and someone went home and actually wrote it up blow yeah. by blow didn't they that's it basically um, or she or she he though yeah it probably <laughs> is yeah <laughs> If we're going by stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's 40 years old, lives with his mum. <laughs> um, 
No, he's um, basically... Why did you pick on the 40 years old there as, a, as an age? I <laughs> oh, know. Well, it's a bit close to home, really, isn't it? Um, no, basically, I think the thing was Stephen Moffat had, had said at these fan screenings he would be very much obliged if everyone just keeps it a big secret what happens, um, which you can understand. Well, that's um, the point. If you're invited to something like that, you know it's on the understanding that yeah, that's it. You're 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 being privileged to see something yeah first before anybody else. That's it. But we all know, and, you're, and the enjoyment you're getting from it should be allowed to be shared by the people that are going to be watching it at a later date. Yeah, but without you. Well, okay. Well, have you actually read or heard what what Stephen Moffat said? No, I just sort of, I literally sort of saw a sort of just uh, paragraph on the fact that he'd. On okay. the, I think it was on the BBC website I'd seen. Yeah, well, basically, I'm, not, I'm just now remembering where I read it. Yeah, there was there was a small uh, yeah. bit on the BBC website about. Yeah, him, well, so. I'll, I've, I've actually got it in front of me. Um, I actually didn't hear it myself. But it was on um, radio. I think it was Radio Five Live. Um, so I don't know if this is actually sort of paraphrase certainly, but you you get the sort of the gist of actually quite how um, angry he was about it. So I'll just read this out to you, um, and for you at home who who haven't heard this either, um, it's heartbreaking in, in a way because you try and tell a story, and stories depend on surprise. Stories depend on shocking people. Stories are the moments you didn't see coming. Those are what you live. Live in that's what those are what live in you and burn in you forever. If you are denied those, it's vandalism. To have some twit who came to a press launch write up a story in the worst, most ham fisted English you can imagine and put it on the internet, I just hope that guy never watches my show again because that's a horrific thing to do. It's exactly like that boring man in the pub and who waits until you nearly finish your joke and jumps in with a punchline and gets it slightly wrong. You hate that guy, you just hate those guys too. Can you imagine how much I hate them? It's only fans who do this, or they call themselves fans. I wish they could go and be fans of something else. Well, this is the last podcast. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he was was quite angry. Yeah. He was quite angry. Um, And there was um, a response on BBC Breakfast from Ben Cook, who writes for Doctor Who magazine. Um, and basically he says, I can understand Stephen's frustration because he heads a team of people who work incredibly hard throughout the year to make the BBC's flagship show, and it should be their choice in how that story is digested by the viewers. The funny bits make you laugh, the sad bits make you cry, and the twists and turns, of which there are many, and many more coming up later in the series. They should be allowed to shock people. If someone goes online and spoils it for other fans... But also then other often journalists will trawl the Doctor Who forums to find stories to put in the newspaper and can reach the national press. It's a bit of a rubbish thing to do. But I would say in the fans' defence that it often comes from a place of enthusiasm. It's not malicious, it's because they love the show. They want information about it, they want to share information about it. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, I've got... I've- to be honest, I've got no problem with people putting up what their own theory is. No, no. I mean, um, some of the, you... some of them annoy me because they're so obviously ridiculous. Yeah, but, but that's what the I understand. That's what the but everybody's are for. got their own opinion. And exactly, and I've and just sometimes, and sometimes I mean, you know, you 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 you're, you're just talk to somebody, whatever, and you'll say, "Oh, did you see that? Do you think that means so and so?" Yeah, I suspect we've done some of that today, and done probably in the other podcast as well mm. um i've got no problem with that it's people that if they have got actual inside information and they put it out there without yeah it, i think it, it's that, I mean, it's that it, certainly the person who who went to the pre-screening and then wrote it up that was ridiculous i mean that's that's like you know you don't buy a book and then read the last chapter first no that's right so yeah it's i i i'm just trying to sort of i've reading the forums and there's actually been a lot of people who have um gone against moffat 
on this. Now, since then, Stephen Moffat has tweeted and saying, "Oh, he, he you know, um, he sounded." I haven't got that in front of me, so forgive me. I'm, I'm sort of paraphrasing here that um, you know he, he he sounded incredibly grumpy and monotone on there. So he's he, he's not really apologising. He's just saying, "Oh, maybe I'll come across a little bit too sort of a little bit too grumpy." But I can understand because it's it's he's trusting those people. They're, as you say, yeah. they're very privileged. Yeah, I mean, to, yes, to go that, and that see is, those that, first that's a breach of trust. trust. It that's is a breach of trust. A... Um, and as sort of fans, and he's also a fan of the show. He's all he's always been a fan of the show. Um, to have the fans do that to you, I imagine it, it would it would it would put my back up as well. To be honest, yeah. But the thing on the forums, I mean, it, it's actually quite. Um, I'll say it's it's sort of split fandom, sort of down the middle. Um, this issue, but I'd say it's probably more sixty forty in the in the spoilers' favour. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, see, I, 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 it's, know, from my, my point of view, I don't know because I'd actually because what, what what I think the point people are making is that they're saying, "What did he expect?" You invite fans to the show, of course they're going to talk about it. I mean, the problem with that is, what what will happen is, right, next year, no. Well, that's it, because it, it's, it's... It won't do it anymore. Yeah, it's one person, maybe one or two people, possibly. I mean, I'm saying who... I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't actually read these spoilers myself, because apparently it was to do with the opening... Obviously, it's to do with the opening two episodes, so I've, yeah. I've avoided all spoilers um, full stop, you know, as best I can. But... Um, yeah, it's it's just that thing that um, I think it's more of because there's I think it's just a bit of one-upmanship on this person's part or, or person's yeah. part. Yeah. So I know something you don't. Yeah. And that's that's what it is. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. I I I, I don't know. I, th- I think it is a little bit. Um, I mean, Ben Cook said it's not it's not malicious. I I think it is. To be yeah. honest. Yeah, no, like, and like I said, yeah, I don't, I, I've got no problem with people putting up their own theories. No, saying oh, because of this, 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 and this, do you think this means so and so is going to happen? Yeah, or this person's that or whatever. Yeah, that's it. Because that happens, and we all like, like to speculate to that. And there's a certain point of wanting to put that into print that if you are right you can turn around and say there <laughs> aren't I clever yeah that's right um, but this isn't being clever this, this is just being I've written it all down yeah this is this is, and by this is I've, I've been I've been put in a privileged position and I'm now going to abuse it yes yeah that is it really that it just boils yeah. down to that they just abused the you know the position they were in um, and as you say next year there probably won't be a fan screen it's just taken one or two people to to ruin it for the or well, genuine fans really but i think there's been um fan screenings in the past hasn't there i mean i know like the christmas special was done was screened at the um film institute wasn't it british yeah. film institute bfi yeah um before at the beginning of december or something well i think that, uh, i mean i think and I nothing have... came out from that so no. You know, it's just annoying that when you can understand him being annoyed that having it been going for a while doing that and mm. it being received and warmly received and that doing that. Well, the, it the, also gives them an idea of what people like and don't like before it goes out. If there is anything that really clunks, yeah, that's it. I mean, they it, can make a change. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing is, I mean, the thing to this as well, you don't have to read the spoilers. I mean, we choose not to. Um, but there are other people who do and then go, well, you ruined it for me. Well, don't yeah. read it then. Why have you read it? I mean, there are some points when it's, it's difficult to avoid and perhaps not necessarily... Well, um, some, well, there some... are some websites that are good and won't put anything up without giving you warning that don't click this link if yeah, you don't Yeah, I mean, know people, people like... Um... If you're just looking for general news or general... Yeah. I mean, Gallifrey Base, I mean, their, their forum, they will have, well, they do have a spoiler forum and a non-spoiler forum. So yeah. if, you, if you click on the spoiler um, forum, you know what you're going to get. 
So more for you if you go in there and start looking. I suppose. But I must the, admit, a lot, a lot the, of what the problem a, is that you follow a you follow a link from something else or from a, um, a search or something, and you yeah. get something you didn't want to actually read. But you can stop reading but, if you think, oh, hang on a minute, they're going to give something away. You can stop reading. There is, there, oh, oh, that's where I'm going wrong. There is choice. There is choice in this. And I think that's the thing, because I think people just like to moan anyway. Um, yeah. So you spelt it for me. but um, I mean, there's a, there's a general rule, isn't there? Yeah. Be careful about what you link, what you, what link you follow. <laughs> Indeed. In any sense on, a, on the computer, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, I think that's, that's just a general rule <laughs> for the internet full stop, isn't it, really? Yeah. I don't think that just follows Doctor Who. No. Uh, <laughs> No, it's, I mean, but again, um, it just does go back to the fact that if you have got genuine information and you've been asked not to put the information, you know, out there in the public domain and you go ahead and do it anyway, I think, sorry, you, I, I totally agree with, um, with Stephen Moffat. Because it does, if people do innocently, as you say, click on a link and that comes up, especially if it's, a, if it's like the big, you know, the big banner... You know, yeah. the, the doctor dies. Yeah. But but one thing I have just thought of is even though that Stephen Moffat did did actually say before the the series started that in the first ten minutes one of the characters will die. Yeah. Well, I suppose I mean it, it may also put into the fact of how serious they took that ha- that happening as to the the course of the you know. Well, that's it. I mean, how incidental that is. Yeah, I mean, there was, as big um, as a, a bigger news as it sounds, it may not have been. It may turn out to be not that incidental. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, Russell T. Davis was when he was in charge of the show. He was sort of like the king of misinformation. Yeah. Um, because when he brought the Daleks back, um, he, he sort of said, oh, "I'll never bring Davros back." Yeah. And then, sort of later on, when he's when he's interviewed in Confidential, he's when when Davros does make his appearance in the fourth series, um, he's well, well. Of course, I had to bring Davros back, and I think he said the same thing about the Master as well. Yeah. So he, he I think, he knew how to play the game better because he because he, he referred to those obsessive fans as the Ming Mongs, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, rightly or wrongly, um, yeah. So I think he knew. Sort of what buttons to press when it came to the fans, but I think Stephen Moffat's tried a, a different approach. He's trying to be a bit more, a bit more open and a bit more trusting. Yeah, um, I'm not going to say it's backfired because it, it hasn't. Because not every single person in that room has rushed out and sort of written it down on the internet. No, and it's just a case of you just got to be careful what you read. I mean, especially going into the last. Two weeks, because actually, I mean, it, ha- it was about the week or two weeks before, wasn't it? And I definitely made sure I wasn't going to look at anything. Yeah. In those, once I knew that it'd been screened, I actually stopped looking. Well, didn't look anything. Full stop. Just because you thought somebody is somebody's going to do that, and that's exactly what happened. And I didn't want to uh, see anything on that. Yeah. No, that's that's perfectly uh, sort of a, a perfectly good <laughs> move, to be honest. <laughs> Slightly sad and whatever story on this one. Came back to the you've got to be careful what, what links you get up on a search. Yeah. From the last episode. But be careful, this is a clean podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I won't advise people to, 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 to follow the link. Or, well, I was say you're not doing I, the top girl. I, I went on the internet this week and I found this. <laughs> <laughs> um, something said after last week's podcast having said like uh, having had plenty of time actually last week to do before we did the podcast we didn't mention things like we didn't know we didn't hadn't noticed the first mate had disappeared no that's right and Mag- i also said to you straight afterwards well i'm just going to assume that he, he just to- stayed in in the magazine i'm assuming he just to- stayed in there but anyway yeah carol i meant to say something about why was there the pentagram on the front of the on the bit of the boat yeah in quite a large... It was quite size. obvious as well, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and we missed and it. it. And it may have been just in the fact that I'd watched the image of the Fendel earlier on that weekend. And obviously the you were, pentagram you, in you, that. You were looking for pentagrams everywhere, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. I was. And then just actually to, to then one to pop up again straight away. You suddenly thought, oh, I wonder if that's anything to do with it. And then I suddenly thought, oh, perhaps it's just actually something sailorish or piratish. 
Well, I think so, they're pretty, pretty. It's a worn away evil spirit. So I think. Yeah. So I actually just did think to myself, oh, I wonder if there was actually anything on the on the. I wonder if there was any link between that and sailors. Mm. I, put, I don't know if it's Pentagram and Sailors or Pentagram and Pirates into Google and one of the links it came up with was just, oh, <laughs> no I don't think that's necessarily something I'm going to look at <laughs> <laughs> it was quite strange as how that comes up <laughs> under those as your search terms yeah. <laughs> it just shows you really can put anything into Google and get something odd to come up get something saucy <laughs> Oh dear! So there you are, listeners. That that is a warning to you all. Be careful what you click on. Yes. Especially if you live at home with your parents. Especially if it's not. Yeah. yeah ask the computer's owner's permission before. Yes. Looking. Yes. And always clear your history. Or if, or, or if you, or if you're married, if you case your partner, or whoever, whoever you live with, just be careful what you what you click on. It might go through your history one day. See, we're giving advice to the public now. This is fantastic. Was, was it someone said about their their partner who always said, why does the computer always look brand new when I go on it? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, someone, I mean, I, I'm going completely off topic. There's someone I used to work with. Um, his wife got so annoyed that he used to spend so much time on his computer that he came come in from work one day and found his wife had put... <laughs> Put on a suspender belt and stockings on on his on his monitor because <laughs> he'd rather be with that than her. And I must admit, I'm surprised my wife hasn't done that yet. But <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, you get the same reaction if you turned turned around with some woman. If your wife came in and found you with some woman. You'd say it's my computer it's a, and it's a woman, yeah. <laughs> and she'd say you wished really hard, didn't you? <laughs> I've got a horrible feeling, though, if my wife had done that, um, instead of getting the the desired effect of, oh, my God, I'm, that's my wife telling me that I've, I've spent too much time on my computer, I'll change my ways. Now, I'll probably look in similar computers and spend about the stock and go, cool. <laughs> that's all I'll do. I saw that off. Oh, when I first got it, it had a 19-inch screen. Now it's got a 27-inch screen. It's just getting, <laughs> getting too big. <laughs> and that's just alienated any female listeners we have. So yeah. On that note. On that I'll note. I think we'll leave that there, right there, actually. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so there we are. Uh, we we love the um, today's episode. Yep. And we don't like spoilers. No. No. So... You carry on whinging and r- ranting at fandom, Mr. Moffat. So, well, that's the thing. He, he, I think he occasionally did used to go on the forums, and I, I don't think he does now. I don't think he will now, because you do get some people who, you know, want to put their <laughs> pl- want to put their <laughs> point to, across. He didn't want to find out what was happening. Yeah, it? see. <laughs> but maybe he does still troll the forums. Maybe that's how he found this out, and, unless someone told him. I mean. You know, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I don't. So I didn't hear the full interview. I've only got, you know, what's in front of me on the screen here. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So maybe he does still lurk, lurk in the shadows, looking at what we're what we're up to. So, uh, okay. Well, I think that's pretty much uh, pretty much it for another for another week. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with our review of the Rebel Flesh. Uh, which I think is on even later next week. I think it's on at six forty-five. Right. Uh, sandwiched in, be- yeah, like tonight, sandwiched in between, so you think you can dance. So you've got yet another another episode than the, than the results show of that. But uh, yeah, so at least it's not following. Don't scare the hair this week. Which is getting which is getting earlier and earlier. I think that's going to end up sort of buried in the schedules. It is. It's probably going to take over from football focus at twelve fifteen, isn't it? When the football <laughs> season finishes. I think you're right, actually. There's only one more week of that to go as well, so you've you watched this space. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah. No, I think that's yeah. That's wrapped up. That that's wrapped it up. Um, yeah. So we're back next week, and then the week after um, is quite possibly a, a, a double episode of the podcast because uh, obviously we're doing the review of the uh, the second part. Of the, coming, of the upcoming story, and of course we've got our uh, audio commentary for this month as well. 
Yep, we're going to take Tony out of the cupboard, dust him down. Dust him down, that's it, put him back together. And uh, yes, it will be the return of Tony. So that will be... that'll be. Well, at least that's the plan. That's the plan anyway. So it might, it might just end up with uh, just, just us two again, doing a little dirt commentary. But who knows? But now that the plan is, Tony will be joining us again at the end of the month. So uh, that's something to look forward to, isn't it? All you lucky people at home. <laughs> <laughs> okay then, so uh, so for this week it's goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. <laughs>